Yeah, what's up? I'm gonna kick it with the line, y'all know. Yo, Slim, can I kick it like this? Here we go. Well, it's time to make that change. People of the world today are fading. All of us have our ups and downs. You better think about it or you won't be around. What we need is a little bit of love. Sent by one from heaven up above. Take a pity, it's simple and plain. This ain't no game, you know what I'm saying. What? Yep, yep. Here we go. Kick it for me one time. What is the world coming to? Seems like everyone is running from the truth. Yep, yep. We just stand up and fight. Walk into the light. We're the people. We can do it if we try. I know we can do it. Somebody ask me what do we have to go through it. It's just a test of our faith. One more time. Diseases are spreading mighty fast. It's that quick to moving through the land. It ain't nothing but a sign. Gotta make up our mind. We're the people. We can do it if we try. I know we can do it. Somebody ask me what do we have to go through it. It's just a test of our faith. Well, it's time to make that change. People of the world today are fading. All of us have our ups and downs. You better think about it or you won't be around. What we need is a little bit of love. Sent by one from heaven up above. Take a picture, it's simple and plain. This ain't no game, you know what I'm saying. I know we can do it. Somebody ask me what do we have to go through it. It's just a test of our faith. We're living day by day. Good morning, good morning, good morning. 
I hope everyone is well this morning. This is Bonnie Mathias, and I am co-hosting with the wonderful Reverend Barnett. Good morning, Reverend Barnett. Good morning. I, I, I'm gonna, I got two coffees for myself today, so I'm kind of making up for not giving you one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you seem like you're delighted to get us up to a good start. Yes, sir. Always, always. And it is Pledge Drive, so we want to remind everybody that Carol is here yeah. taking calls. 972-647-1893. And I know everybody is anxious to hear how you're doing, Reverend Barnett. Well, I'm doing fairly well, old man. But you know how it goes. Uh, I catch cold every once in a while and everything. So, but we we'll try to we we'll try to twirl through this for the next couple of hours. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, I, I think uh, we're going to have Malcolm. Malcolm Robinson is going to call in in the eight o'clock hour. So that's going to be exciting. Uh, everybody yeah. always learns a lot from him. And <laughs> another man, a man stopped me in the hallway, Officer Crockett. Do you remember uh-huh. Officer, Officer Crockett? Officer Crockett used to bring us uh, coffee. Yes, in greens. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. He, he was here this morning as I was walking in the door, and he handed me an, an envelope, and he said, I want you to read this on the air for Mother's Day. And and I, All right. it's very nice. If you'd like me to read it, I will. You definitely so. Okay. Definitely so. I haven't heard from Officer Crockett like this in years. Well, three he, years or, or more. He, yeah, since we moved from uh, down on uh, Central Expressway. So yeah. probably, but yeah, because yeah. that was 2019 when we left down there. Uh huh. So so it's been some time. Yeah. But uh. I'm sure it's uh, a beautiful uh, writing. What do you have? Yes. All right. I'm going to share that now. Uh, Okay. And and this is called Mother's Love. Mother's Love Mm -hmm. is the source, strength, guidance, and wisdom of the people in their lives. Mother's love in a minute can make visible the invisible. Mother's love is gentle and focused on Christ, which helps build goodwill and better relationships with family, friends, neighbors, and whoever comes in contact with her. Your love has showed those around you the importance of faith and making themselves accessible to the Christ. A mother knows how to pray and keep the peace so everyone around you can be more Christ-like in all areas of their lives. A mother's love and faith in Jesus is a powerful combination to share and shape those you love and those who love you. Day after day, year after year, week after week, hour after hour, minute after minute, second after second, that's the joy of a mother's love. And it's oh, isn't that beautiful? It's followed by a scripture, John fourteen six. So be sure to to take a look at that. That's very right. sweet. That is so nice. Thank you so it much, is. Officer Crockett. That is that is nice. That is nice. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. 
did he leave the studio? Yes, he did. Yes, he met me outside, outside of the, uh, in the hallway. It was very nice. It was yeah. nice to see him. Yeah. I haven't seen him in a long yeah. time either. Yeah, that's nice. Awfully nice. Well, tomorrow is Mother's Day. We're celebrating Mother's Day tomorrow. Yes, uh, a day a day a woman just our average everyday woman and a jobless. Uh, you know, started that day of, uh, you know, showing a special love for mother. You know, mother every day would set a day aside to show your love specifically for her. That's what she said she wanted it. And that's what it's been since 1913. Oh, no kidding. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I want to shout out to all the mothers out there, whether you have two-legged babies or four-legged babies or three-legged babies, because, uh, you know, there's there's tripod animals that only have three legs, uh, and special needs people, special needs dogs and cats, and uh, everybody needs a home and the love of a mother, so happy Mother's Day to it all. Yep, happy Mother's Day. So, uh... All the I don't know why nobody's calling us this morning. Are they are they sleeping? Do you think? Come on, nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. They probably want to hear our money all fresh and then they'll start calling. Okay. But they can call us at nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Yeah. They can call us right now. They want to start. They can start right now. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. What's our yeah. topic for today, Reverend Barnett? <coughs> well, there are several things <clears throat> about it. What's going on? We have uh, your president, your former president. He's he was found guilty of some of the things. Will he be running? Hmm. And we had we had so many uh, mass shootings. I, I I mentioned that last week. Nobody commented on it. I, I just had a feeling it was something was about to happen. It was just in the air, mm. like, and it did happen there in Allen. Yeah, right and, up the uh, street. Yeah. Have you have you been have you been up there to uh, view that? No, sir. I, you know, I used to spend a lot of time at that in that uh, area uh, when I was involved with the uh, uh, Miss Richardson Allen organization, and they were so wonderful. They they helped us. Uh, you know, the the management there. I, I'm really very concerned for not only the people who were there that day, but for the people who work there. Uh, you know, yeah. there's there's uh -huh. probably a thousand, fifteen hundred people who actually are employed by the stores there, and right now the mall is closed indefinitely. Well, you you you're a wonderful governor. Yeah, I, I don't know what it takes to wake people up about him. This fellow is responsible for a lot of this mess happening in Texas. But he, he gets on there and try to clean everything up and make it look like uh, what he's doing is not harming anybody. And it, and he's causing a lot of this terrorism that's going on by allowing people, young people, under certain ages, just anybody can buy a gun without uh, a check. Yeah. Uh, what 
have you ever seen Texas government as messed up as we have the four heads in Texas government? Have you ever seen it working this bad? No, sir. I've never seen it this bad. Uh, I am highly disappointed uh, in the lack of compassion for our fellow human beings. And we have a caller, Reverend, so we're going to take the call. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello? Uh, hello, Gene. Hello, Bonnie. Hello, Reverend Barnett. Good morning. This is Leon. Yeah, I have two more days in quarantine. And I just want to say thank you, Bonnie, for coming in and standing in for me. And uh, I want to remind everybody that COVID is still in existence. So if you're sick, do not go to church. Do not go to the funeral. Do not go to the party. Because COVID is still going around. And I caught mine at church. Mm. And uh, it's just irresponsible if you know you have symptoms to go out in public without being tested. Because you put other people's lives in danger. There you go. And I'm just so fortunate that I had a shot and that now they have a therapeutic uh, Paxlovid yeah. that you can take that will uh, diminish the symptoms so you're not hospitalized. Oh, yeah. But oh. I want everybody in the listening audience to know that COVID is still in existence. It can still make you sick. Uh, and and if you have a pre-existing condition, it'll latch a hold on to you and it may not let go. That's right. So I don't want to distract you guys from what oh, well. I'm talking about. I, but uh, I'm wondering, Leon, how many COVID shots have you had? I've only had one. I got the Johnson shot. Uh, was this the one you just took? No, I took mine quite a while back. But uh, uh, you, and you only uh, took one. I only took one. You know, there's uh, four more. Yep. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know more. Okay, I mean, you get your safe one at five. Yeah, I'm. I, that's the fifth one. Is just it's now uh, available for people over sixty five and people with uh, existing conditions, pre existing conditions. Yeah. Well, Bunny, what do you what, what, what do you uh, think about uh, is the government going to get out of pain? Uh, for these shots, uh, they 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 said they're changing things about this. They're, people will have to pay for their own shots or their insurance or whatever. How do you understand it? Because I hear two or three different things explained. It will be the vaccines will remain free of charge until they run out of the current supply. And then they will, you'll have to pay or, uh, and listen, Dallas Health and Human Services is going to have them for free no matter what. So uh, I'm, I'm really sure of that. And they got offices all over the county. So uh, I, I don't want people to get concerned about, but if you're eligible for that fifth vaccine, that booster, go get it, please. 
go get it. Make yeah, sure that please. your your pneumonia shot's caught up. Make sure that you have your flu shot at the correct time. You know, people say, "Oh, God is going to protect me." Honey, God taught those scientists how to how to make this medicine to keep us healthy. For goodness sake! Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that why we have like universities and you know stuff like that? <laughs> yeah. But uh, the thing about that is, when we begin to see what's happening, see, I've only had four. I need one more myself. Yeah. Because sometimes they grow up and they don't announce the number you should have. And, and I didn't know if it was four or five, so I'm going to get another one. Yeah, it's time I, to get I, it. I want to just say, just say no. I don't want to well, you know, we still have 300 people dying every day of COVID in the yeah. United States. Well, they called call, call right. numbers yesterday. I was astounded. So many people in America is still dying yeah. from COVID. Yeah. It's yeah. not going. It hasn't gone anywhere. No, no. The numbers just got smaller. Leon, we have another call holding. I want to thank you so much, my brother, and I hope you are feeling better. Well, don't forget to talk about Pledge Drive. Oh, yeah, Pledge Drive. Exactly. We talk about it. Thank you so much. You definitely need it. Definitely All right. right. 972-647-1893 is the number here in the studio, so you can talk to Carol, and then maybe you could talk to me and Reverend Barnett. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Mm -hmm. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. How y'all doing? Good. How are you? And, uh, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, I called in to thank you. Uh, Reverend Barnett and this show, and since you there, Bonnie, I want to thank you, too, because y'all were very instrumental in uh, this last weekend's election, and we did get uh, Councilwoman Carolyn, Carolyn Ong King, District 4, back in office, and we also got uh, mm -hmm. Joyce Foreman. School Board Trustee yes. Joyce Foreman, yes. District 6, back right. in office, and they are... Uh, they are very instrumental on, on working with KNON, and KNON is very instrumental in working with them, and they support the show, and y'all supported them, and I just personally want to call in and thank y'all because it was a brutal election, but they came through it, and they came through with flying, flying colors, and thank y'all for all y'all do, and, uh, and appreciate y'all, and y'all have a blessed day. Thank you, sir. Thank you well, so much. We got to take we got to take a break, Reverend. So we have to get a break. Yeah, I, I hold. I hold him on. Hold him on. Okay. All right, we yeah, keep them on. Hold on. All right. Yes. Okay. Right. We'll be right okay. back. Yeah. What's up? I'm gonna kick it with the line, y'all know. I love, I absolutely love that music. Thank you so much. All right, let's get uh, our friend back here with Reverend Barnett and I so that Reverend Barnett can ask him a question. Sure. Uh, I, I want, want to know, really, um, why is Dallas falling out so bad that someone can bring somebody from out of town, no track record in Dallas, no nothing, but get them some money and try to get them elected to the city council of Dallas. <laughs> now, I have, uh, do you believe Dallas is that bad off? Uh, well, Barnett, I'm glad you asked that question because uh, it is a runoff uh, for District 3 with Casey Thomas over <laughs> and Joe Taves is running against Darren Gracie. 
Now, Joe Cave is a Dallas resident and from Dallas, you know, so uh, this other guy, mm-hmm. Darren Gracie, I'm not going to, I don't know that much about him. He's not from here. And uh, we see a lot of that where seems like uh, people just move here and run for office and, you know, they got, uh, I think his one on his resume, Darren Gracie's resume, he said that he did serve uh, on the planning commission. But if you really go look at it, he only said for one month. So I don't know what was accomplished in that one month. Wow. And that's just resume material, so uh, I'm not going to bash him. But I, I do support Joe Tate in this, uh, this run for office. Mm-hmm. And I, I want the voters to get back out and vote again and vote for your choice because uh, there's a lot of things going on in District 3. You know, we fought against that homeless hospital over there on Hampton and... Uh, so much is going on with these charter schools, and we need somebody on our side, and I believe we can get Joe Cave to focus and try to work with us to keep our community our community. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's mm-hmm. and and right now I can tell you that the election day runoff is June tenth. We will have the dates for early voting next week. Uh, what is Yes, sir. Uh, what is June 10th? What actually date is that, Bonnie? Is that another Saturday? Yes, sir. It's, it'll be a Saturday, June right. 10th. The week before. Bonnie? Yes. You need to say that loud and clear. Huh? <laughs> it was clear, but that sounds like June 10th. So no, no. June 10th. It's June 10th, 1 0. Yeah, June 10th is actually on a Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I already, mm-hmm. I, I made an executive decision at the office and we're closed that day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, that's what happens when you leave me in charge of the calendar. <laughs> All right. Well, y'all have a good day and support Joe Cave and thank you, Bonnie. And, and uh, thank you, Real Barnett, because your show has really been. Uh, instrumental in supporting our city council representatives that will come on your show and our school board trustees that will come out, come on your show and communicate with the people. They don't have to get a robot call or a flyer in the mail. They come down and talk directly to the public. And thank both of y'all for your great support. And I will be supporting both of y'all's shows. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Okay. Boy, you know, we we got to get busy for uh, for Joe Tave. That he Joe Tave is the uh, recommendation. Yeah, the yes, he is. He is the recommendation. Uh, the years. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he is being wow. endorsed by the Dallas AFL CIO. So uh, okay. that he uh, he was endorsed endorsed in the first round, and we'll be working to get him elected uh, in the second round. Mm-hmm. So he's got labor on his side. Absolutely. So we definitely got to. Anybody on the line? No, we don't have anybody. 972-647-1893. Need to call us. Uh, actually, no. Carol was on the phone with a with a person pledging, so that was okay. that's okay. We like that, and she's still yeah. ready to go. Uh, 
Pierre's ready too. 972-647-1893. You know, Ezra told me in the hallway this morning that he I'm fined $25 because I was late. <laughs> <laughs> I told him we were going to be now, in trouble. <laughs> well, let me say something about the pledges. Yes, sir. That line, 972-647-1893. You can call in and pledge with that number, and you can also call and talk to us with that number. So don't be shy about that number. If you have some reservations on either one, you can, you're, you're, in, you're in the game. As long as you call 972-647-1893, you are in the game. That's All right. right. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, now, yes, sir. When we look at what's going on, what's going on in, in Washington and different places, I've never seen a people that can sit back and take us to the brink and might take us to disaster by not funding the debt of the United States of America. That's crazy. The Republicans, they, they're hell-bent to that. They have been on to destroy this country for everybody but the rich. Yep, yep. And we do have a caller. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. You're on with Reverend Barnett. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good. All right. Go right here, call. Hello? Yeah, go ahead. Yes, go right okay. here. Yeah, your name. All right. Um, I wanted to say that, that you know, you talked about earlier, how can some of the outside come in and uh, run a city council? And where are you going right now, far as in uh, where the Republicans are? That's even, the fact of it is we have a large population of non-voters. And yep. the average... And the apathy is so great to the point where people who are running are running on the internet and social media, and they're not doing the things like going to labor or going like on doors to win people anymore. They're doing it and say, hey, I'm going to run. So the odds are this. If I can get at least, if, say, 5,000 people to vote, and it's maybe people run festivals, I just need a small percentage to believe my position. And that's what the Republicans are doing, saying that if I can make the voting polls so small, I can win. There you go. And so, and so what's mm-hmm. happening right now, happening right mm-hmm. now is that it's, it's hard to run a campaign when all you're doing is going to your sorority or your people around you. And in fact, it is. If you're not going to do it, I don't know who you are. And, if, and, and, and all you're saying about going to experience, everybody runs on this issue. Well, the person I'm running against ain't doing nothing. Or the person in, in office is not doing anything. But when they get, that person get elected to office, the, the person they run against is going to say the same thing. And no one really have receipts to say, hey, I've done these things. I've been active. I ain't going to do it because they see me in the community. And so when I run, they know who I am. Then you have this, this, this established local class in Dallas 
and I'm, I'm in, I said general, but so those that they're going to have their own seats to go in. And so the reality is this. We are not developing people who are student minded. What we're doing is we, we are the lucky path for somebody's career to become a politician. Like, the, 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 uh, the mayor of Dallas, he, I don't think he really want to be mayor. I think he wanted to do Ed Lee Johnson's spot or he wanted to the spot. That's what he's going for. This is a slow through on the total phone. And what happened is we elect people like him and then, oh, I want to run for Senate. And, he, and really, in my opinion, I would never vote for him as a senator because I think he's proud. But anyway, the reality is this. People like him get the momentum and then get knocked down to the back for his money. And all of a sudden, we have somebody who's been confident in Washington because, guess what? Nobody really wants to run and on, on real issues. They want to run on popularity. And then they're being backed by knocked down. And that's why you have somebody run. And then all of a sudden, they come on the show right now and talk. And then they disappear, disappear after a while after you come on the show. And then, like, because so far, that's going to ask hard questions. And then, you know, and when he asks them hard questions, guess what? They disappear in the show. And then they come on every now and then, you know, to speak their piece. But that's, that's what's going on, Rambo. It's, it's an apathy and really uh-huh. no quality. You are exactly right, yeah. sir. Yeah, you well, you know, we we as a people in Dallas, Texas, we're going to have to learn to hold people accountable. Remember what they say and hold them accountable to it. And then make sure they... See, we, we have a habit in Dallas of making our politicians our stars, you know. Yes. Yeah. Ready up getting their, their autographs and all this. And uh. that. Yeah, that's all right to be nice to. But at the same time, hold your politician accountable. Those local politicians, most of them are, are here in districts. Uh, they're, uh, if they're in Congress, it's a district. Whatever it is, hold them accountable, okay? Yes. Yes, sir. Let's thank you so much. Let's just look at uh, the race for District 3, 1,288 votes, okay? That's who's going to, that's who made that decision between Joe Tave and Zarin Gracie. Uh, good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thank you for waiting. Good morning. Okay, is it me? Yes. Good morning. Hey, hey, look at here. We had a shooting last week up in Allen, okay? Yeah. About five years ago, we had a shooting out in El Paso. Where was that kid from who drove 700 miles to El Paso? Allen. That's right. He was. He was from Allen. Allen. Okay, well, check this out. Did Governor Abbott visit El Paso when all those people were slaughtered in that Walmart? I don't think so. He did. I don't remember what happened. Uh-uh. He did not. He did not. When the anniversary come up on the five years, did he recognize it? Nope. Wrong. You can't pay. It, it don't pay to be wrong. Okay? No. Nope. You have to be just. You have to have a heart. Why do we have a governor with no heart who's a white supremacist? Come on, Texas. We can do better. This is embarrassing. I never thought we would go back to the 20s and the teens, but we are back. This is something that my great-great-grandparents, great-grandparents, 
lives in. We should not be dealing with this. No. And we got also, if you guys pay attention, they are preparing us for the grid this summer. They're telling us that we're going to have blackouts. Should we mm-hmm. be having blackout grid? No, we should not. They should have prepared the uh, repair the grid years ago. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> That's the right answer. Yeah. But they were too busy. They were too busy in Austin these these past few weeks uh, trying to decide who can play on what sports team, what bathroom you can go into, and what uh, what is the more control that they can have over women. That's what they've Nobody. spent their time. They've spent time much time in the boardroom dividing the money up that should have been repairing the grid. Ding, ding, ding. Another good answer. That's excellent. Yes, sir. Divide the money up. Um, we got politicians right here from Dallas, Texas, and they would not stand up for Governor Abbott, and it's ridiculous, and we take it as a people. We don't vote. If we vote, if we get Tarrant County to vote correctly, we can get this man out of office, and we can go back to living like we should be living. Thank you both. Thank right. you, sir. Thank you for calling. You. All right. We have Bye. another caller, sir. Good morning. Hey, Thanks. Buddy. Yes, sir. Uh, I wanted to ask you something personally. Oh, okay. Uh, why do suburban white women vote Republican? I don't know. That, 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 that baffles me. I, it baffles me. I, I, I don't understand. Uh, I, I just do not understand. I, I, I'm not a suburban, I am a white woman, but I'm not a suburban white woman. I'm a, I'm a urban white woman. Uh, I live in the city. I love the city. And I don't understand some of these people that live outside of the city of Dallas who, who are voting Republican. And what are we doing not voting at all for city council? I mean, come on, y'all. I know the people we're talking to, you and I, we know those people go vote, but we need those people to take other people with them that don't vote. (laughs) Take them with them. That's right. All right. We're going to take a call real quick. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Are you there? Good morning. This is Dallas City Councilman Casey Thomas. Yes, yes. Good morning. How you doing? I'm doing great. First of all, I want to thank everyone who came out and voted, even though we didn't have as many, and the turnout was less than 10%. I want to thank those who took the time to come out and vote and take advantage of that. I intended to call in and just let people know that there is a runoff for District 3 to see that I was elected to. But after hearing some of the comments this morning, I have to set the record straight because there's some misinformation because people obviously had their own agenda. Number one, Darren Gracie received 46% of the vote in a race with five candidates. Number two, Mr. Gracie has lived in Dallas for over 20 years. He lived in District 10, under District 3, for 10 years. He's been married to his wife for over 20 years. He served on the plan commission more than one month. He was my appointee to the plan commission. He's a the chair of my policy team for the past eight years, Mr. Gracie, also is the executive pastor at Concord Church. So we want to make sure that people get the facts. We want them to go back out and vote. Early voting starts the day after Memorial Day. There are only seven days of early voting. It starts on May the 30th, 
and the last day is June the 6th. The election day is June the 10th. So we want people to have the facts. People can have their own opinion. I am endorsing Mr. Zaren Gracie because he's been with me for the past eight years and had a role in adopting and influencing every policy that we passed under my leadership. And so I want to make sure people have an opportunity to go out and vote for the candidate of their choice based upon facts. Mr. Gracie was also endorsed by the SCIU. So he has some union support. Unfortunately, after I talked to Mr. Tilly, there was a miscommunication between Mr. Grace and Mr. Tilly. Always. And he missed the interview. Well, you know, that's that I understand, but uh, yes, I understand that there may have been a miscommunication. I don't know. I wasn't involved in that particular uh, interview. Right. And as you know, Mr. Tilly is the Secretary of Trade. Yes, sir, I know. He's one of my dearest friends. Let's remember, I'm a member of CWA Local 6215 and a former officer. Okay? Right. Absolutely. But but when you said he has all of the the union support, I want to AFL, Dallas AFL CIO. That is specific. SEIU is not part of Dallas AFL CIO. So I I got it right. Okay. I totally got it right. 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 And I want you to know I personally talked to Mr. Tilly and he told me that this communication with him and Mr. Gracie. And what happened happened. At this point, there's a runoff. We want to make sure everybody knows there's a runoff and I'm supporting holding 100% Mr. Zaren Gracie to follow me on the Dallas City Council. Okay, thanks All so right. much. Thanks for calling. Now, does he, does, yeah. does he live in Singing Hills? No, he lives in Capella Park, which is a neighborhood directly across the street from the part of South. He led the effort to fight those warehouses that they wanted to be on the okay. neighborhood. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, All right. Thanks, we got it. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Okay, I think we have another caller. Oh, we have to take a break. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right. Yeah, what's up? I'm going to kick it with the line, y'all know. Here we go. Well, it's time to make that change. People of the world today. All right, we are back. Good morning. All right, we got another caller. Good morning. I want to give out the phone number, 972-647-1893. You can also give online at knon.org. Just make sure that you choose Reverend Barnett's show because uh, this is his show. I just, I'm here helping. Uh, good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello? Hello? Yes, you're on. Yes, I Good you morning, uh, Bonnie and um, uh, Pastor Bonnet. Glad to hear you, hear your voice. Listen, I just want to yeah, ask both of y'all a question because it sounds like y'all have already made up y'all mind. So let's just ask, I want to just ask a question that Pastor Bonnet often asks all of the uh, um, well, folks that call in and they're interested in running for any kind of office. What has uh, Mr. Joe K done in the last Eight years in the community that got y'all all excited that he is the candidate that need, that everybody needs to vote for. And I, before you answer that question, let's just keep in mind he has ran at least four or five times in that district and lost each time that he's wrong. He's, he's run. Okay, here's also, let, let me just say person, this. Wait a minute. Hold okay. On, 
the council person that just got off the phone, I know personally, has tried to get Joe Tate to work in the community, and he has refused. But okay. now he wants a job because the councilman is now walking away. He feels that he needs to just walk in the door because he's turned out. Ran. So my question is to you all, tell the audience what you have noticed Joe Tate doing in the community that makes him a viable candidate. All I can tell you is the Dallas AFL-CIO chose Joe Tave uh, to endorse for the race for District 3. I know no more than that. I was not involved in that particular interview. I am the vice president of Dallas AFL-CIO. So I am quoting that fact. That's it. I don't know anything about either of those candidates. I live in District 5. With the lowest voter turnout, I might add. Okay, Pastor Burnett, can you tell us what Joe Tave has been doing? Well, Joe Tave has been out there working in the community for years. He's been involved in several things. Well, he's been involved in things like in the schools. He worked hard in the schools. Uh, he worked in things, even after West Dallas. He done a lot of things that's going around in the community. Can you tell me anything Gracie has done? Hello? Y'all are the ones that support. Y'all are the ones that support Joe Tate. Okay, y'all is. You need to get your facts straight. Okay, y'all is not me, and it's not Reverend Barnett. My endorsement comes from the Dallas AFL CIO. I do not endorse candidates. Period. Okay. Well, my my call is not about who I endorse or who I'm even concerned about. I just want some education. I want you to tell well, me what this is. Then you should go. You should go to the League of Women Voters and check out their uh, information on both candidates, and you make up your own mind. How's that? How's that? I mean, I appreciate that. Okay. But I'm just listening to you guys and y'all telling everybody that Joe Tay is the person oh, that you so need to vote for. And I no, that's not what done. either one of us said. No, we haven't. You're confused. Or you're not paying attention, one of the two. Oh, yeah, I'm paying attention. Okay. And, and I don't well, think the, I heard exactly what y'all been saying ever since y'all came on the earth. Okay. I just want to know what Joe Taze has done that got y'all all rattled. That he is the candidate. Oh, the other guy, guy's young. And y'all making a big deal out of the guy's young. What are you saying? Got us rattled. Hey, I'm down rattled. Most of your calls are called in about Joe Tate. Ain't nobody saying nothing about what Joe Tate is. I'm not saying what you're saying. And the thing about who are you supporting? I'm not supporting either one. I just want to know what he's done. You need to get off there if you're not supporting anybody. He's just going to call in. Thank you for your call. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks for calling. I clear the line. Yes, sir. 972. There you go. And there's somebody else. Okay. Okay, Pierre. Go for it. Right. Right. It's Joe on uh, line four. Joe is on line four. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Oh, yes. Good, good morning. Uh, good morning. This is Joe Tave. I was visiting, making a pledge uh, uh, to the to, to the Reverend Barnett show. And Thank you. So I, I missed the last few comments here, minutes or two of comments. Yes, sir. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Thank you so much for calling. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
Uh-huh. Well, we had we had some folks. Oh, 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 yes. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I just wasn't sure this, that uh, I was being addressed. I was hearing two voices, and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, as, as you know, I'm going to run off for Dallas City Council for District Three, and perhaps the only uh, runoff out of, out of uh, 14 council districts. And of course, we know that the mayor uh, office uh, did not. Uh, the mayor didn't have a, a competitor, and et cetera. But uh, anyway, so we 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 in the race for Dallas City Council. District 3, and I just want to emphasize that uh, regardless of what people say about what they've done and and, uh, and, and this, that, and other, well, when you have an extended period of time, uh, eight years, there certainly should be differences made. And then we still have needs that need to be met as far as District 3 is concerned, and they're not as uh, the development of of warehouses, uh, we have so many issues, and uh, even in District Three, there are at least I've identified five to six distinct, distinctively different areas with distinctively different needs. And the thing is, is that we need the kind of leadership that that's going to look at that and know that and approach those areas so that uh, each can be satisfied in terms of their uh, its specific needs. Uh, one of the big issues that we have beyond homelessness and, and housing and affordable housing is the fact that uh, most of the land that I think desirable land that uh, uh, developers or anybody really cares to invest in is located in uh, the southern or southwestern section of Dallas, which includes District 3. Well, mm-hmm. Dallas has to grow. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about that. And there's a need for warehouses, there's a need for jobs, there's a need for apartments, there's a need for homeless centers, et cetera. But the thing is, uh, developers have been allowed to pretty much, without help from the Planning and Zoning Commission, just come in and do what they wanted to do without involvement of people who are impacted by this. This needs to stop. The development needs to be planned. It needs to be planned, which means, as far as I am concerned, that the constituents need to be involved in any decisions that are made that's going to impact their, their livelihood, etc. And at the beginning, not once I have sat with uh, a developer or whatever, and then we, we, we work the deal out, and then later bring the public in. This has happened over and over again. Even the situation that happened with uh, uh, the former Redbird Airport, which is now Executive Airport, which is right in my back door, uh, the uh, the Confederate Airport, uh, excuse me, I mean the Commemorative Airport, <laughs> that's now called. Uh, the was allowed to come into our back door here, and I live maybe 200 yards from the airport. And, uh, and so we, we, we protested not to prevent uh, development, but the fact that we were not involved in the decision-making. And, of course, you know the tragedy that struck with the uh, five folks who lost their lives when the when airplane crashed. That, if that had taken place just a few hundred yards to the east, it would have been right over the Windwood area. Uh, and and, uh, uh, and that shopping center that was right there, and it could have been much more tragic. Yes. We need to be respected, and as Dallas City Council for District 3, 
I plan on doing just that. And uh, and I served on boards and commissions for years and years and years. And those those appointments that I received lasted more than 30 days uh, or, or 60 days or eight or nine months uh, uh, that uh, my uh, principal opponent uh, claims that there's been this kind of service. It has not been the case, and people can find that information out by doing a little research. All right. All right. We, we thank you for your call. Thank you thank so you. much, Joe. Have a good day. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Yes, sir. Okay, mm-hmm. okay we have another one. Nine seven two six zero seven one eight nine three. All right. Who do we have? Yeah. Good morning. Thanks. Who do we have? Yeah, we have a Councilwoman Caroline Arnold in line two. All right. Awesome. Good morning. Is it that deputy, is it Deputy Mayor Pro Tem? Well, it's Mayor Pro Tem. Oh. We're, 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 Sorry. We're holding on to that title. Sorry, I messed it up. Sorry. Mayor Pro Tem. Thank you. So we're still here, uh, Mayor Pro Tem and also Councilwoman, but, you know, in terms of being elected, we'll, uh, Mayor Pro Tem will come up again for another uh, opportunity to put our names in a hat because we are selected by our colleagues. So we'll see how that turns out on June 20th. But I wanted to thank, once again, uh, both of you for just keeping the important items before us, which is voting and and, and getting information you need so that you can make some intelligent decisions. And so I was asked the question, what happens and why are people not turning out locally and if you know but we see that on all levels and so in my case we talk about on the city side folks lose faith sometimes when they don't have information and then they're misled to the slaughterhouse by folks who give them misinformation mm-hmm. and so you and I, I see that often here on a local level so we're going to have to make up our minds if we're going to make an investment in our with our current situation and the future. And we've got to stop making excuses. And, you know, this message has been coming out for years. We have to vote. Those are some very powerful letters, V-O-T-E. And so I just thank you all for for sharing. I wanted to just pass on information quickly. And, of course, I thank all the voters who helped me to get back in the seat, regardless of all of what I'm just saying now, misinformation put out for the purpose of just giving excitement but no uh, commitment to voting intelligently. So I want to encourage mm-hmm. the seniors, if they're listening this morning, they need to begin uh, zooming in to their council members in, in terms of home repair. That's one of my top concerns. Uh, that uh, The programs are going to start being posted soon in August, I believe. So I need pe- seniors to stay woke on that. Okay, August. We also want... Uh, also to announce that on June 20th, we're going to host an inaugural uh, community meeting at City Hall, and we'll be rolling out that information. It will come right after the inauguration. But our whole purpose is just about a 30-minute conversation around the budget and the bond, because we're getting ready for a billion, multi-billion dollar bond in next year that we must vote on for, for different facilities, whether it's parks, uh, uh, arts roads, housing, and then our budget comes up uh, this September. Mm-hmm. So we want to start getting folks uh, aware of how important it is for them to be involved. 
Yes. So I did want to mention that June twentieth, they can contact my office two one four six seven zero zero seven eight zero, and that's for the district four uh, leadership, district four constituents who want to be a part of leadership. We're looking for more volunteers to to join our public safety task force in particular with Joyce Brown the chair. And then we have some more opportunities for those individuals who are serious about investing and helping in this before to sign up. Could with you give that number again? Yes. Our number is 214-670-0780. But okay. 214-670-0780. Got it. And once again, yeah, mm-hmm. inauguration is on June 20th. And just thanking once again as I close uh, Ms. Bonnie and Pastor, and thanking, of course, AFL, CIO, uh, CWA, all uh, SEIU, all the labor groups who stood strong uh, for us, and I'll say mm-hmm. us for our team, uh, so that we could get back in uh, uh, black police fire, black police fire, uh, just a number of organizations, apartment associations, uh, you name it, we had the support. And we appreciate it, but we can't help but saying thank you this morning enough. And we'll continue to say thank you to those who believe that we must work together to make Dallas a better city. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you. All right. Well, keep on keeping on. We thank you. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Mm -hmm. And happy Mother's Day. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Awesome sauce. I think we have another caller. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning. Happy Mother's Day. And brother, thank you for having this program. This is Imani. Hi, Imani. Oh, man. I've been supporting this station for 30-something years now. And I bet and this is the only station we have for an hour or two. And um, so we, we really must, must protect this station, everybody. But uh, lately, I just want to tell you, I've been studying this station. I've been studying all these candidates for years. Like most of them know me. I have a, a we have, at least I sent the mayor. I mean, we made the mayor took a picture. I gave him a book. I gave Mayor Pro Tim. I don't know you listening. I gave you a book. I gave Casey. I gave him the district three. I gave you a book. I, I gave the, the, the manager. See, the reason, I, I'm just calling in. I'm not trying to complain like everybody else. That's all they do is complain and don't vote. But here's what I'm telling you. But I know the reason people don't vote. And that book, in that book, Mayor Pro Tim, is the reason most people don't vote. I've been voting since I was, I'm 75. I've been voting since I was, and my daddy beat my butt for not voting when I was 20. So I'm telling you, I have a reason why, Bonnie, why they don't vote. And I'm not sure, I'm not taking side, anybody's side. But I know why the majority of people don't vote. And he said, I gave them a book. And uh, we'll be here at the 20th, the 20th June. We'll be down at the Black Arts, uh, Black Academy of Arts. And it's called Powernomics. Our people, my people, don't vote because they feel, they don't feel like they ever get anybody that cares about them. They're always voting and voting and voting and voting for all these years, and they never get anything. So I'm not, I don't know who to vote for. I don't know what to vote for. I just know I, I went to Army and Navy, and I fought in the war, and I never get anything, you know? And Vietnam War, 50 years, I never get anything. And that's where the people, why they don't vote. And that's, I, I'm, I'm not sure what we're going to do to do it, but I think if we just uh, care about one another and tell the truth, you sell out. 
It's a lot too many sellouts. If you buy that big money, buy you out. And so we, we, we vote you, somebody else buy you out. So that's what I'm hearing with economics that nobody cares. And we just keep voting and voting and voting and never get anything to protect our people. But the same old people, they be brought out by developers and stuff. So I'm just telling you what they tell me at, at my group, my think tank, that we just don't vote because we don't ever get any. For 150 years, we never get anything out of our vote. But if you, if you quit now, it ain't going to change. <laughs> if you don't vote now, nothing's going to change. I vote. I know you do. I know you do. But you're telling me that you hang out with some folks that say they don't vote because they don't think they get anything. Well, I... You don't vote. I'm telling you, we are just a national group. I'm working with the same thing, Power Nine Corporation, and we we study this. We do our homework. We just don't vote because we hear somebody's name and how good they look on a movie or TV. We vote. We are intelligent voters. We count. We know how to count. I went to school, okay? I know how to count. I know how many. I I, I look up to your records. I look up to your platform. I find out who you voted for. How long you been there and what you've been voting for? We are not dummies. We are intelligent voters, okay? Okay, see, I know that. But we gotta get everybody to the polls. Cause it's that's how it's gonna knowledge. that's how it's gonna change. Well, that's how it is. Knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. That's right. And wisdom and the key is do, please people, read a book from time assassin. You don't understand. We just talking loud and gang bounce and saying nothing. Thank you. Thank you, Imani. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? I'm going to kick it with Imani, y'all know. All right. Good morning, good morning, good morning. We are back with Reverend Barnett and Malcolm Robinson. Good morning, Attorney Robinson. Hello? Whoops. Here he comes. Good morning, sir. Yes, sir. Good morning. Good morning. And Miss Bonnie? Yes, sir. You're doing a superior job. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. And, and, and let me just say this to you. I don't know why. Uh, I guess I'll be doing something else. I don't listen to your show on a regular basis. But I am a union person. I was born and raised in Chicago, Illinois. Oh, yeah. So. Now, you know, Texas is right to work state. Yeah. Well, Illinois, you know, is different. Okay? That's right. So I've been in a, I've been in a lot of unions. Uh, uh, UAW, I've been in the Teamsters, <laughs> excuse me, I've been in AFL-CIO. All right. So I'm a union person. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like the president. There you go. There you go. Yeah. I love it. We need I more people it. like that speaking up. So I just want you to know that one day, you know, if I get the opportunity, I'll be on your show and I'll kind of give you a little bit of background of my union experience. I think that would be great. We will have to invite you. Thank you. Well, I appreciate it. All right. Anyway, you do an outstanding job. Thank you. Thank you. So this morning, 972-647-1893. You can call and pledge. And you can call if you have a question for Attorney Robinson. So I think, do we have somebody? All right, we do. We have a caller. Good morning. Thanks for calling K&A Win. Good morning. Good morning. You're on. Uh, yeah. Um, it, uh, I have a question for the, for the barrister. 
uh, Imani called in uh, about people not voting, and he said that people don't vote because uh, they don't think they're getting anything from voting. And to me, uh, that points out the fact that people don't understand that voting is just a part of a process. You know, it's just one part of it. you got to make those individuals that you elect to city council, president, or dog catcher, whatever. you got to make them do what you want done. And you got to take part in the process. And it's, it's a day-to-day struggle. That's right. And every day, um, every, every election does generally result in different kinds of changes that are from the, the people who uh, take the time to uh, make the, the candidates, make the uh, politicians do what's supposed to be done. Uh-huh. And, you know, it takes a lot. And I don't know that uh, capitalism can, uh, uh, I, I don't know that capitalism can coexist with democracy because democracy requires constant participation on a day-to-day basis. And capitalism cuts it out and it basically allows the rich to have the greatest input into the system. Uh, and that's very unfortunate. And I want to ask the barrister, uh, what would you say, uh, barrister, as to how to make the system work for the people as opposed to the 1%. And I'm going to hang up and get you out. Thank you so much for calling. Okay. We got did, Attorney Robinson, did you hear that question? Uh, no, I didn't hear the question. Okay. Uh, so he was, he was asking... Uh, about people not voting. Can anybody help me with this? I'm trying to... Uh, Reverend Barnett? He was asking about why people don't vote and don't believe they're getting anything out of their vote, the ones who do. And uh, uh, they they vote and don't get anything. Hey, questions, well, do they really understand what they're voting for? What the... What the candidate is supposed to do. That's what I got from it. Okay. All right. Oh, well, let me just say this. I have absolutely, absolutely no tolerance or patience for persons who do not vote. And especially African Americans that do not vote. I was born and raised during the civil rights era. <clears throat> I know what was paid in order to obtain what we do have. Mm-hmm. And for African Americans to ignore and not vote, I think is absolutely terrible. And I would not support any person who does not vote. Now, just because you vote, it doesn't mean you're going to get everything you want. You have to work for it. That's right. <laughs> have to participate. But the idea of not voting, it's just so repulsive to me. It's hard for me to hold my composure and even talk about it. <laughs> me too. Uh, you know, I get, I get, I, I, I don't really, I mean, I do care how you vote, but I really just want you to vote. <laughs> well, that, that caller had said that it's more or less uh, uh, a part of a process and not the total process of getting freedom. That's what I explain, uh, also heard him say. Mm-hmm. That uh, 
they want everything solved with that vote. But that vote is nothing but a part of a of a process of uh, getting what we need. Exactly. Democracy is you. You can't sit on the sidelines uh, for democracy. You have to participate. You have to. That's what it's all about. And that means holding politicians accountable. When they tell us they're going to do something, we have to follow up and make sure that's what they're doing. As part of the participation process. That's right. All right. We do have another caller. Good morning. Thanks for calling K and Owen. Yeah. Hi. Thank hi. You. Um, well, about uh, getting people out voting is what we're talking about here. Um, so there needs to be uh, more money on the ground, boots on the ground kind of thing. I mean, more organizing and more money for the organizer, et cetera. And um, I was going to say that uh, uh, yeah, oh God, there's somebody at the door. Oh, no. um, <laughs> oh let me see. Um, well, let me oops. see who this is. I'm okay, right. well, we're going to put you on hold, okay? Oh, thank you. <laughs> all right. Uh, did we, all right, all right. So, there we go. Does anybody have a call for the attorney? 972-647-1893. We have come to the conclusion that voting is just part of the process. You have to keep doing it. You have to hold politicians accountable once they get in office. That's the important part. Is this a new uh, no, no, no question about that. There's no question. But I'm from a different generation. But I guess I must be too. My reaction is based upon my experience, so I don't have tolerance for that. My my grandmother, oh my grandma! If you didn't vote, she would be in your face. Oh no, I, yeah, I don't have tolerance for that damn voting group. I really don't. Mm-mm. And when somebody says, "Well, that doesn't," my vote doesn't count. You know, I've lost uh, like three elections by less than three votes. Okay. <laughs> Your vote does count. All right, we do have a caller. Good morning. Do you have a question for the barrister? Good morning. Thanks for calling KNN. Hello. 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 Yes, this is Michael. I was just wondering, uh, I understand everything and it's all good, but I'm trying to figure out, we got a lot of, uh, we, we have a lot of younger people who actually feel like the vote don't count. How do we get this message? I mean, I guess I'm asking the pastor. How do we, we need to do something, I feel like we need to do something that's that's really pushing hard to get younger people to understand how important this really is. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, we need, I mean, and we need, I I think we need something in Texas. I'm a Democrat, I'm just going to say that. Well, that's okay. Uh, (laughs) uh, 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 I think we need to do something here because I think we look uh, big enough to, enough here to, to kind of push this old man, uh, the governor kind of Hot wheels. on out. <laughs> uh, we just need to get enough people out to vote, and we, we, I don't know how we get that. You know, because we got, we got Democrats in Maryland and all the big cities. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we got, we're leaning that way. You know, uh, I don't, but we got these little pockets, the pockets of Texas that's so big and it's a, and that's why we're coming up Republican. But we it's a lot of things going on in Texas that the people's not paying attention to in the schools. Uh, 
that's, that's just really going on that if we're not paying attention, we're going to wake up one day and it's going to be some major changes. And people go, and it's going to be a September or an October roll around and uh, we're going to wake up and and it's going to be a total change. And, you ain't, and people who are not informed is not going to even know what is happening. <coughs> Well, I have to I have to thank God that the legislature the the time for introducing new bills has passed. Uh, and we did have, I think, about 140 of the worst went down in flames. But we still have a fight. Uh, yeah, that, that's all I'm saying. We really have a fight. We do. And we have we, we need to push people. I don't know how to how I'm, I'm not an organizer. I really wish I was. Well, you kind of are. Do you, I mean, you got a job? Do you go to church? So, oh, yeah, I go, and, I, and I just said that to I just said just what you said. I, I said, I guess I need to do a little more. I'm mean, going to be honest. I need to do a little bit more on on the job and be more participant in the more participation in the church to lead to let them know, hey, we need to be doing this. There you go. Let's let's at least at least talk to them about doing this, and that is my my goal for coming forward. Good. You know, my, 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 my goal coming forward is to get a little bit, a whole lot more active into what's going on around me. Excellent. I'm, I'm 58, I'll be 59 soon, but it's some people coming behind me that, 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 I, you know, that, you know, I need to try to at least try to help it for them. Yes. Yes, we do. You know, it, well, everybody always trying to do it for the kids. Okay. Yes, Reverend Barnett. Well, I hope you're successful and getting that done because the very thing you, the items you mentioned, the Republicans are trying to steal those away from us. Remember? Soul to the pole? You're talking about the church? Yep. They're trying to kill that. Well, they didn't they succeed this time. Everything that made it easier for people to vote. That's right. They are working against it and trying to steal that away. So it is very it's very important that people like you get out and work hard yeah. and work hard and get people get the vote out because we're in big trouble in Texas if yes, we don't we because this is the most racist regime <sighs> I've ever seen. And I can remember uh, way back before Alan Shivers, some of those, see the barrister might remember, but uh, Bunny, I don't think you'll not remember him, do you? No, sir. No, sir. Yeah, he, I moved. I moved to sir. Texas in '88 uh, or in '84. Uh, oh, no, no, I'm going. I'm going back to early '50s. Oh yeah, no. I'm, sorry. I mean, we, <laughs> we I missed that. I share a bad governors, but I believe we got property. The slick, the slick is bad one. Man, he is. He's he's rough. He's talking about you know he wants these he wants vouchers. He wants vouchers. Yep. So he wants four people to pay for rich people's education. Right, and and you know who's really screaming the loudest? Rural Republicans, the people from the rural areas, because all they have is public schools, and they can't mm-hmm. afford for that money to go anywhere else. So you know, it's uh, it's it's a fight. It's a fight, but we're we're all up for all right. it. I yeah, do it. Need some calls for the barrister. Some some people do. Do we have any on the line, Pierre? Uh, not yet, but you can call us at nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. 
All right, boys, some calls. And let us not forget the flesh drive. Yeah. That's 972-607-1893. Let's not forget that. And uh, call for the barrister. Let me ask you something. Yes. Um, barrister. Yes. Um, when, when people are coming together in, uh, you know, probating the will, is there a certain number allowed, or who's allowed in a probate court? You said to probate the will? Yeah. Well, let me make sure I'm clear on the question. You, uh, the person that has already written the will, and they they try to get it admitted to probate. Yeah. Let me just go. Let me go over the process. A a person write a will if they decide they want to have any say so over the distribution of their assets after they are deceased the way to do it is to write a last will and testament and in that will you designate persons who will act as the executors and their job is to once the deceit is uh, deceased. They take the will and apply to get the will admitted to probate. The will has to be admitted to probate before any contents of the will have any effect on anything. That's important. And the persons mm-hmm. who are supposed to take care of that are those persons who are named in the will as the executor or the successor executor. And that's what the will does. But once the person is deceased, they're the one to file the application to probate the will. And then the court reviews the will, and the court makes the determination whether or not the will satisfies the laws of the state of Texas. And then they admit the will to probate. And then once the will is admitted to probate, the contents of the will have some type of legal force and effect. And they designate the executors to, who are in charge of carrying out the wishes of the deceased. Now, all that is extremely important. Once the person dies, they, they, the, the executor has four years from the date of the person's death to file an application to get that will admitted to probate. If they fail to do so, then the will has basically no force and effect because the statute of limitations has passed. So, <clears throat> okay, that 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 part. Well, of well, it who, is, who, after those four years, who who has control of the property? Well, after the four years, then that means that the the person dies intestate, and that means without a will. <clears throat> if you die intestate, then your estate still would be probated, but it'd be probated under the laws of the state of Texas because under the statute of descent and distribution, the state of Texas actually steps in and writes the will for you. <laughs> so whatever the, whatever the, the statute of descent and distribution says, that's what's going to control. But it has to be done in test state, and a person... 
uh, stated, as probated uh, through the probate court uh, in regards to the intestacy. Okay. So all this is very important, and it's all important that people understand that where they are in regards to a will and yeah. what effect that they have, that the will has. Now, as I say to people all the time, if you are born and your parents and grandparents and great-grandparents, you are a descendant of your, of your parents and your grandparents and all. And under the statute of descent and distribution, all that does is put you in the line of succession, make you eligible to become an heir. But you are not an heir. Okay. Very important. There's no such thing as an automatic heir in Texas. There is no automatic heir in Texas. It can only you can only be an heir if you designated an heir by a court of competent jurisdiction, which in Dallas County is a probate court. All right. They designate you as a legal heir, okay. and that gives you if you're designated as a legal heir, then you may have certain rights of inheritance as a result of that. But if you're not designated as a legal heir, you have no right to inherit any property. This is not England. This is America. England, they go, go by birthright. I know we, some of you have watched the, the King bill. We we need to take we need to take a quick break. So the folks that are on on hold, just give us a minute. We'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? I'm gonna kick it with the money, y'all know. Yo, Slim, can I kick it Here we go. All right, we are back. Good morning. Thank you so much for listening to KNON 89.3 FM. The number in the studio is 972-647-1893. It is Pledge Drive. And you heard what Connie said. She said you better call. That's what she said. She made me want to call and I'm sitting here. Okay. I think we have a question on the line for uh, the barrister. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Did we lose the barrister? Okay. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, this is Robert. Uh, I I just have a kind of announcement, and I think that the barrister could, could talk more about it. There, I was I met with a attorney with uh, Lineberger, uh, Grogan, Blair, Sampson, and he was and he was telling me that there's a program that they are initiating through the federal government that if you are behind on your real estate taxes, residential, and behind on your mortgage, they will pay up to $25,000. And that program have about $400 million left in the program. So I just kind of want to make that announcement. And, you know, it came from the attorney, uh, attorney with, with, with Lineberger, do you, do you know how to apply for that? Well, you you apply through their office. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, that was kind of unbelievable, you know, that they would pay, you know, up to $25,000, either if you're behind on your mortgage, if you're behind on your, your real estate taxes. Uh, so... Okay, well, that is really good information. We'll have to do a little research on that and, and uh, see what's up. 
All right. Uh, we have another caller. Good morning. Thanks for calling K and a win. Did I lose somebody? Did I lose Reverend Barnett? Uh, no, we, we still have Reverend I'm Barnett, but um, Malcolm Robinson, we have to uh, to call us back. Okay, Malcolm, Malcolm, that might be him ringing now. Yeah, it's because know. we can't have three people uh, oh. at the same time on the air. That's why, so we try to put someone on hold, and that way we, you can ask the questions. I get it. Okay, okay. I'm catching on. <laughs> All right. Okay, so there is Malcolm. Uh-oh. Uh, no. Okay. Reverend Barnett? Okay, okay. so... so yeah, okay, Reverend so Barnett Reverend Barnett's going to call back. Malcolm Robinson's <laughs> going to call back. And thank you, everybody who is calling to pledge 972-647-1893. I love it when Carol's busy. It's so cool. Uh, I didn't... You know, we, we're, a, we're a poor little radio station, and, you know... We got Reverend Barnett? Yes, he's back. He's back. All right. Good morning, Reverend Barnett. Sorry about that. But we, I just learned that can't have three people on the air at the same time. Is that right? Yes. Okay. We, we can have four people on hold at the same time, but not on the air. So that's why. Got it. Got it. Okay. I'm catching on. All right. <laughs> okay. So I hope somebody's out there and they need to uh, ask Re uh, Malcolm Robinson a question. Uh, 972-647-1893. And it's Pledge Drive, so we would appreciate your pledge. Uh, you can call in 972-647-1893. Or you can go to knon.org. And there's a button that says Donate Now, I think, or Pledge Now. Uh, you can set up a recurring or a sustaining donation that will go uh, in perpetuity. Uh, five bucks a month is the minimum. It's really cool. That's, you could set that up on your phone at knon.org. It's really easy. I did it in like five minutes. It was great. So 972-647-1893. That's the number here in the studio. So we are Pledge Drive. We got some cool stuff, you guys. Really cool stuff. We have this new blue, royal blue Voice of the People t-shirt. It has the red K-N-O-N across the, the chest. Looks great. It says Voice of the People. Beautiful royal blue with red, which blue and red. I mean, how can you go wrong? Uh, we also have a really, and that's a $50 donation. Uh, we have a nice polo, a really nice polo that has a pocket so I know guys are always like, I, I got to have a pocket. I got to have a pocket. Gene, Gene Lance, my co-host on the next show. He says, I have to have a pocket. Well, now we have a nice polo with K-N-O-N, Voice of the People, embroidered on it and a pocket. And that's a $100 donation. So that would make it, that makes somebody a really nice gift too, if you wanted to give a gift, Right. All right, 972-647-1893. That's the number here in the studio. Uh, and we have uh, Reverend Barnett on the line. Uh, he is, I am his co-host. Uh, we uh, heard from Leon earlier, and Leon has uh, COVID. 
So he has two more days of quarantine before he can get out. So uh, I think, do we have a caller? Yeah, so I, I think that uh, Michael Robinson is calling us back. Okay. But we are having some pledges too at the same time. Okay. So I'm sure he, hear us right he hears us right now. Okay. So Bear we're with here us. and you will be back. <laughs> we'll be right back. We just got, you know, we have our limitations because uh, right. <laughs> we are a community radio station. We don't take money from corporations or Walmart never calls. Have you noticed that, Reverend Barnett? Walmart never calls and makes gives us a pledge. <laughs> I don't think they like us, but that's okay. We got all kinds of great listeners who are calling and making pledges. So it's pretty awesome. And we thank you. 972-647-1893. That is the number. And just hang on. We're working on getting everybody taken care of and getting uh, Malcolm Robinson back on. And uh, it's great. We're working. We're working it. You know, we're poor. That's why we have Pledge Drive, because uh, we don't have we don't have all the uh, fancy bells and whistles that some other stations have. So uh, just bear with us. And you know, uh, August I I did I wrote this down for home repair senior home repair applications start up again in August. That's what uh, Mayor Pro Tem Carolyn King Arnold uh, told us a little bit earlier. So that is very exciting. Okay. Okay, Reverend Barnett is back. Okay, Reverend Barnett is back. Yay! Good morning, Reverend Barnett. Good morning. Good morning again. Okay, yes. and we're working on getting everybody else back and and a caller. So yeah. Mm -hmm. We're we're learning. Yep. We're getting this all together, Riv. Maybe yeah, we'll make enough. Maybe we'll make enough money on this pledge drive that we could like upgrade our phone system. I don't know. I think we just ought to worry about keeping us on the air at this point. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. If you're on hold, just bear with us. Uh, we're working on it. Uh, and uh, is the is the system full? Yeah, it, yes. Yes, sir. We call. <laughs> yeah, we're working. Well, see, you're so popular. So I want to thank some folks that called in and pledged. Vaughn, Joe, and Cecil. Thank you so much. Thank you. We appreciate thank that. You. Thank you very much for thanking. Yes, we need, you know, that yeah. uh, helps keep us on the air, keeps the lights on, keeps the tower on, uh, keeps yeah. the the office running. Uh, you know, this station is on seven days a week, 365 days a year. Uh, uh, in 2019, our studio was hit by, by the tornado, and wow. we were back on the air in 36 hours. Uh, that's, right. that's, that's pretty awesome. So, and you that's, you know, Attorney Robinson on the air. Hey, we're working on getting him, we're working on getting him back on. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, so. do we have any calls that's not breaking? Uh, right now, I'm not sure. Hold on. Do we have somebody? Do we have a caller? Yes. No. I right, bring bring a call out. Okay. 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 
<laughs> Tell me, Pierre, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, the, all the lines are very busy, and thank you for all the pledges. Uh, yeah, we're getting a lot of pledges, so thank you. And uh, Reverend Burnett, we have to call us back. And uh, Malcolm Robinson will be back to you in a couple of minutes. Okay, okay. So that's where we're at. You know, that's this is it's a community radio station, guys. 972-647-1893. And if you have a computer or a phone, a smartphone, you can go to knwin.org and uh, pledge online. Just uh, pledge to Reverend Barnett. That's right. That's exactly right. And uh, we'll take care of... Carol will take care of you. Uh, we have lots of very cool gifts that you can get. Uh, really nice ball cap. It's a, a gray with the K-N-O-N embroidered on the front. That is super, super cool. And that hat is $50. And uh, it's a flex fit, but it comes in a medium, large, and a large, extra large, I believe. So if you have a really big head, maybe it'll fit. I don't know. Uh, so that's, oh, that, that polo shirt I talked about is not black. It's navy blue. I'm so sorry. I, th I thought it was black, but it's not. It's navy and it is sharp. Okay. All right. Malcolm Robinson is back. Okay. Malcolm Robinson is back. Good morning, attorney. Do we have... Uh, Malcolm, you are, you are back. Okay. Do we have... Uh, Reverend Barnett. Okay, Reverend Barnett is on uh, line one. Okay. All right. Reverend Barnett, are All you right. there? Yes, I'm here. I'm on there. Yes. All right. All right. And Malcolm's here, too. Oh. Okay. Yes. Um, bring Malcolm up. Bring him up. He's listening. Yes, sir. He's here. He's here. Yes. Go right ahead. Uh, my, Malcolm is here. Do you have a question for him? All right. All right. Attorney Robinson? Yes. Are you there? Yeah, okay. Now, I was I really wanted to answer my questions about the law and law. Do you ever play a part in settling a suit uh, about property? Just if it's everything's even, then does character come in anyway? I'm not quite hearing the question. He, he's asking if character comes in uh, when there's a, uh, a dispute. So I'm thinking, like, if somebody's a really bad guy and they come uh, and try to contest everything, uh, what is that what you're saying, Reverend Barnett? Yes, sir. Okay, so if it's a bad guy and he's coming, he's kind of shows up out of nowhere and wants to take over, uh, is the character called into question? Well... I would say yes, I would say it does, but you know, it's, well, I put it like this. If somebody want to contest something, they just need to go ahead 
they should consult with an attorney before they do anything. Let's put it like that. So they will have an understanding what their rights and obligations are and the limitations of those rights and obligations. That's what they should do to an attorney and get legal advice. Don't just go running in somewhere and contest because you may, you may not be standing on solid legal grounds. So in all of my presentation, I always suggest to people that they consult with their attorney and learn what their rights and their duties are. That's good advice. All right. I tell you what, uh, I looked at, I saw something once. Well, a man was paying child support, but he later found out that the child was not either. Do the court ever reverse child support like that? Now, child support... Child support is governed by the family courts. Okay, they have jurisdiction over that. So, um, they would be one that would address the grounds and, and the conditions of child support, not the probate court. All the probate court is going to do is, if a person has an obligation to pay child support, then, they just, then it's, it's established, and if it affects the their ability uh, regarding any estate, the probate court is just going to take that into consideration. But it's not going to get into the merits and the basis of the child support itself. Okay. All right. Uh, we do have a caller. All right. Good morning. Thanks for Good calling morning, KNO in. Sorry. Good morning. Yeah, okay. Okay, we have concerned citizen okay. on the line four. Okay. Concerned citizen, you're on the air. Good morning, Reverend Barnett. Right. Uh, I Good morning. Week, uh, I called last week about the uh, conditions that's going on in Kaufman County with the land and uh, the zoning and so forth. He's on. Concerned citizen? Can you hear me? Okay, she. This is the lady that called last week about the the uh, things that are going on in Kaufman County with uh, land rights. Oh yes, that's where someone brought up this is eminent domain that uh, I don't know if it's the city of Carroll or the Kaufman County uh, declaring eminent domain and taking people's property, right? But that's not the only problem. Okay. The problem, the problem is that they, uh, when they appraise and and mark out the land, the markings are very, uh, they're off, and new builders are coming in without surveying and trying to take existing and properties that's been uh, identified as the owners. So my question is. Uh, should the builders be required to have a new survey or the existing homeowners having to, according to the Kaufman uh, County and their plotting, if, if we show ownership of that property, uh, according to their lines, uh, why is it that the builders are not required to have a new survey instead of the citizens? And when you call to the city, you can't reach any of the 
people, they won't answer the phone. And you go in person, they're not in the office. So um, what do we do? Are you, are you stating that the city or the county is trying to take some action against your property? Is that correct? Can you, did you hear that, ma'am? I can't understand it. Okay, he wants, to, he wants to know if the city or the county is involved in taking property. Well, this uh, is the, uh, the mapping is what's causing the problem. So I don't know, according to the city map and their survey and markings off of the land, because uh, I check with the city, the county, as much as I possibly can. And the problem is these new builders are coming in and they're trying to pick markers, but they didn't have it surveyed. And so um, everything is being halted. I mean, there's it's a standstill right now mm. because they're trying to make the, the existing people do the survey instead of the builders. Oh, okay. Okay. Does this have anything to do with Eminent Dobain? Because I know that came up last week in the discussions. <laughs> No, this this particular property, there is some image domains, but this is uh, additional property that's not included in that area. Okay, I'm I hate to interrupt, but we have to take a break. We're up against a hard break. So if you'll give us, hang on just a moment, we'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? Okay. All right, we are back. So the question, the problem in, in Kaufman County, the, the county has, has, they've done the surveying and plotted the land. Well, now there's builders coming in and changing those plot lines, moving those plot lines. And, the, and when the citizen calls to complain, they're being told they have to pay for a new survey. And she's asking why should they pay when the builder is the one that is encroaching on the property? Well, I, I can't respond to why they should pay other than they tell them that they should pay. If they want to contest that, they have to contest that with, with them. Uh, but in terms of the surveys, I've depending on who's doing the survey and what's the purpose of the survey. And if the purpose of the survey is to determine what land is going to be captured or taken by the county, you know, what the reason is. And that's why I brought up the eminent domain question, because if it's eminent domain, it takes on a different characterization. It is just about acting on their own. But this has to do with builders coming in, building up new homes, not, it's not the, uh, the domain. This has nothing to do with that. This is, uh, the problem is identifying our property versus those builders coming in trying to build new property. Building new homes. So the builders that are coming in, they get, they get building permits. And that determines, and that building permit should also indicate the property description that they are going to build on. And so if there's an issue in regards to that, 
is the the persons who have the property that they feel that they are being infringed upon. It depends on what the purpose is uh, as to why the local government is acting the way they acting. <laughs> Well, these are just new builders coming into the area, building up 300 and some thousand dollar homes next to the homes that was built uh, 44, 27, and a long time. Uh, and they're oh, wanting to build these big homes, and it's causing the property owners, to property taxes and stuff to go up. And then they're not properly getting the uh, land surveyed, and then when when we are looking into it, our property line is forcing us to go over into someone else's property, uh, have for someone else's home and all this, because they have, re uh, they said that the older uh, marking uh, process uh, was not as accurate as the new one. I can see one or two feet, but to have, uh, I mean, it's just totally off, but those builders are just coming in. Instead of getting it surveyed, they're causing the property owners, the existing property owners, uh, problems. And then we can't find surveyors uh, because of all this extra building, uh, so we can get our own uh, property resurveyed according to their new uh, measurements. Well, I, I would like to, I'm not an attorney. Uh, but I would strongly recommend finding a real estate attorney in Kaufman County to represent you guys because it sounds like the, the builders are pulling a fast one. That's what it sounds like to me. Well, I have suggested already that you need to go and consult with an attorney. So I'm just trying to figure out because we keep Seems like we go going around in circles asking the same thing. What is it that you you try information you try to get from uh, from me? Okay, if if the city map has mapped out different plots of land, and if when they did it way back when, if it was that all, should they not provide an updated copy for everyone instead of everyone having to go individually uh, get a new survey? No, I can't do that. I can't say that. I can't say that that they have a duty to do that. Okay. Well, then, if new builders are coming in, those new builders, if they're buying these lands uh, and properties from others, shouldn't they have a survey before they are allowed to build? And then they're told that uh, it has to be so much of land before they can build a house. But then, all of a sudden, these builders are building it up, and, and you were told that it was not enough land to build on, but why is it that they're building on it? Okay. It's the you, same measurement. Seriously, Malcolm is not going to be able to answer this question. You are going to have to find a real estate attorney in Kaufman County to talk to about this issue. Because Malcolm can't advise you without having all the facts. And you guys are going to have to sit down. Maybe you guys pull your money and hire a real estate attorney to get this squared away. Because I think the builders are wrong, but I'm not an attorney. Okay, and problem finding a new finding surveyors is a problem. Too. Uh, yes, that's happening all over the state. 
because building is booming all over the state. So all I can do is say, make an appointment and keep it. Because, I, I mean, doctors are in short supply, surveyors are in short supply, uh, everything. So, I mean, it's just, it's a matter of just being patient. And I, I'm not good at that, but that's, that's kind of. All right. New builders are Hispanic, and they're only selling the property to Hispanic. Okay, that makes no difference to me or, or, the, uh, or the, the issue. The issue is the property, and you need to. You guys need to talk to a real estate attorney to get advice on what to do. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks so much for calling. Appreciate it. Thank you for that call. Malcolm, let me ask you something. I have a friend of mine always talks about it. He wants to be buried on his street in the middle of the street. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what is what is the law on that? I'll tell it again. Uh, Reverend Barnett has a friend who wants to be buried in the middle of the street in front of his house. Buried in the middle of the street? Yeah. In front of his house? Yep. No, he can't do that. That's public land. Okay. Did you hear that, Reverend Barnett? No, he, I didn't get it. He can't I, do I, that. I he can't do that. That's that's public land. He cannot be buried on public land. He can't be buried <laughs> on public land. No. Okay, I, I've seen some places where I, you run up against a tree or something like that. That's a that's a grave there. No, he's not gonna be buried. He be buried in front of his house in the street. Okay. okay. Sometimes, okay. yeah. Okay, we do have another caller. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. So we have Hello. Betsy on line two. Betsy yes. is on line two. Okay. Good morning, Betsy. Good morning. Good morning. Um, uh, thank you. Yeah, that was the best advice you could give us, that young lady. Okay. Oh, uh, that was the best advice. Uh, uh, okay, I don't even want to start off with something so much here. Okay, if you have, if that is a child uh, born, I'll say, out of wedlock and was never acknowledged, other than the fact that the, that the, uh, that the father uh, paid child support, what's the mind of the father? Uh, is there any way that a child would come up uh, as an as an heir or as a descendant, making sure that whatever that father had, that he was also getting portion? Is this your child? Yes, and I don't know. I don't know if you speak up or what, but. I can hardly make other technicians in Okay, then you said a child was born out of wheel Yes. But it's not your child. Is it my child? Yes. yes. <laughs> it's your child? Uh-huh. Yes. Okay, if it's your child, you had a child out of wheel lock, is that correct? That is correct. Okay, and you know who the father of the child is? What was your statement? 
Do you know who's the child's father? That the child's father I would never met, but although he came out and my person, I hope I'm explaining correctly, that in this case, this person, whatever he, whatever I'm killed, he's tired. Would he, is his name going to come from somewhere? so that he will receive his portion of, of what is due him. You and the, well, okay, I'm a little confused. You and the child's father never met, you say? What now? Did you, this is your child. You gave birth to this child, is that correct? That is correct. But you don't know who the father is? Oh, yeah, I know who the father is, yeah. Okay. But there has, not, there has not been any communication other than the other than the fact that he has to agree to pay um he did pay child support for KC. Does he pay child support? He, he has paid his 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 yeah, what he did. But so what, is it, what is it you are trying to uh, do? I am trying to make sure that whatever he's in, whatever uh, my son uh, entitles him, that he retains it. And I'll tell you what. Uh, Carla, uh, Carla, uh, Attorney Robinson, would you give, yeah. us, give us your number? Uh, we're just right out of time, so give your number out. Maybe she can reach you on the line. Yes, and that's for anybody else. Two and four. Thank everyone for listening, everyone for calling and being a part of Church Information and Open Forum. Thank you, Bonnie, for being a part of it. And you all, hope we all bless us all. We all have a wonderful, wonderful week. We got to get out of here. We got to run. So y'all have a wonderful, wonderful week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Reverend Barnett. Thank you so much to Malcolm Robinson. You are greatly appreciated. I want to thank the folks who made pledges to Reverend Barnett's show, Vaughn, Joe, and Cecil, and Kyle made an online pledge. Thank you so very much. Stay tuned for The Workers Beat.